Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So the Onakura story broke on the Opinion Line back in July of 2021 when we were contacted initially by a family member to say that the place was to close. At the time, I knew nothing about Onakura, but we've learned more, obviously, since. And then Councillor Liam Quaid has kept in touch with us all along. I went down and visited the place in September of 2021 and met some of the lovely people living there. You know that the deal, the HSE announced they're closing Onakura and from that date this, there's been a fight on to keep it open and at the time there were 19 people living there some of them have now moved out, quite a number of them in fact have moved out but the fight goes on to try to keep it open and there's been more correspondence exchanged in the last few days in that bid to keep it open. And I'm joined again by Councillor Liam Quaid. Liam, can you go through the latest in this? Because it, obviously, it, you know, we've been off now for this. It's been off for the summer. The Oireachtas has been off for the summer and it's just back now. Can, can, can you go through the latest of where we are with regard to Onakura? Morning. Thanks, CJ. Um, well, uh, basically, um, you, you'll be aware that the Oireachtas Health Committee, which is a cross-party committee, has subjected the closure to very detailed analysis over the last year. They yeah. had a lengthy meeting with HSC. Um, they, they thoroughly examined building reports. They sent a delegation to visit not only the Onakura Centre, but to St. Stephen's Hospital in Sarsfields Court yes. to compare. And one of the delegation was a qualified architect. And after all of that, they concluded um, in very detailed correspondence uh, to the HSC and then the Board of Management of the HSC that the closure rationale did not stand up to scrutiny, that it would cause um, far-reaching harm to a very vulnerable group of people. And they really set that case out very clearly and very powerfully. That was before the summer. Now you've given us a copy of a letter written on October 24th. What's that? That's, That's right. You see, what happened was... The, the last correspondence the Health Committee had with the HC Board was in July, where they set all of that out. And unfortunately, the HC Board just um, rubber-stamped the closure over the summer. You, you'll be aware that the um, the Oireachtas was on a, an eight-week um, summer break. Yes. So there was no there was no opportunity for any politicians to at an Oireachtas level to engage with the HC Board. So they just quietly rubber-stamped this closure. And meanwhile, over the summer, I learned that uh, residents, there was a kind of an accelerated push to move residents out and they were being offered shared rooms in long-stay wards in St. Stephen's Hospital and St. Finbar's. 
they were also being offered temporary accommodation in Garnish House. Yeah. Um, and uh, at least two families that I know um, have said very clearly, and I, I completely believe them, <clears throat> that they are not told that this would be temporary accommodation if they were, um, if they accepted it. Now, you can imagine what that's like for somebody with a very severe um, mental health difficulty. Yeah. You're in a prolonged state of uncertainty for over a year, and then you're potentially going to another place where you, you, you may face another move in a few months' time. Um, likewise, you're, you're, you're living in a, a, a single room in a town centre location around everything that's been familiar to you for years, that's and you're right. potentially moving to a shared dorm-style ward in the middle of nowhere. Where the nearest shop is 20 minutes' walk away on a good day. Yep. Absolutely. So basically, um, the Health Committee are not happy about what has happened, and they've written back to the HSC board, um, again in, in great detail, setting out their concerns. And they've also highlighted, uh, I think, very early on, that when the residents of the Onacora Centre were written to originally in June of last year by local management, they were told that unfortunately they would have to move. And they would have to move because they deserved a better quality premises. Yeah. It, and they deserved a, a service that uh, met the high standards of the Mental Health Commission. And yet, many of them are now being offered, some of them have already been moved to services that not only are, are inferior, you know, in, in respect of having shared rooms, being uh, very poorly located away from any urban centre or public transport, mm. but also those, those um, f- facilities have had lower uh, mental health commission compliance ratings year on year yeah. than the owner Center. Yeah, they're, so they're, they're not, they're not what they were promised. They're not the, the better and they're not no. the more comfortable places that they were promised. It's, it's over a year, Liam, since I had the privilege of meeting some of those lovely people in, in their home in the gardens of, of Onacora. It was September of 2021. How many of them are left now in the centre? There's seven... Uh, it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Uh, remaining residents and I was actually there in the centre yesterday with Grace O'Sullivan, the Green Party MEP yeah. and we met six of the residents and some of the family members and it was a really um, heart-rending meeting. Um, several of the residents spoke very clearly 
um, of the terrible injustice of closure and of the serious impact it was having on them and on their families. And all of them spoke very, very highly of the service and the staff. Mm-hmm. And, and they spoke about the owner Center as providing them with, with a level of stabilization and, and um, community connection and meaning in their eyes that they don't feel they're going to find elsewhere. And I, I was in there yesterday and, and you know, the, 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 the weather brightened up and the sun was coming through and I was just taking stock of how fine the premises actually is yeah. because I've worked, I've worked in different services myself and I've worked in St. Stephen's Hospital and I was really struck by how much more like a home within a community yeah. it is um, than the wards in Sarsfield's Court. And, and hearing the distress and the worry voiced by residents, um, I, I just found it so hard to get my head around how this could be happening in 2022. Is there, even at this late stage, and like you said, the whole thing was quietly rubber-stamped during the summer months, <clears throat> is there anything at, the, at this late stage, Liam Quaid, that could stop the closure of Onakura? Well, what I would like to know is, I mean, we, we often hear about, you know, the HSC. The HSC is a sort of a monolith. You don't hear about the individual people making decisions. And likewise, the HSC board isn't um, generally, it's not well known who the HSC board are and the, the individual people on it. And what I would like to put it to the individual members of the HSC board, and, and some of them are, are well known and some less so, is... If, if you uh, style yourself as somebody who, uh, you know, has an oversight role of the organization, if, if you style yourself as somebody who is a voice for the vulnerable, how, how can you possibly stand over um, these very, very vulnerable people who've suffered hugely in their lives ever prior to being in the mental health services, being told that they're moving because they, they, they deserve a better quality premises and because they, de- they deserve a, a, a premises that meets the high standards of the Mental Health Commission? And then they're being moved to shared rooms in long-stay wards that have lower mental health commission compliance ratings, hmm. detached from their communities. How, how can you, as a person, stand over that? Do you still have confidence, Liam, or even a belief at this stage, that if the board were to say, stop, this could be stopped? Well, they, they, uh, that's, that's, that's a given, because they have that authority. And likewise, the government has that authority. And what I'd well, the government like has said it's not doing anything. Mary Butler said she's not intervening, so that's off the table. But if you're appealing directly now to the board of the HSE, yeah. please stop this. I'm appealing to both of them because they both have the authority and they, they both have made that choice without really engaging with the facts and without engaging with stakeholders. And the HSE board haven't um, agreed to meet with families and they're a key stakeholder. And that's what you're very, calling very, on today. Are you calling on the HSE to come come back to the table, to the board, one more time, Liam? Well, it, it's not even me calling on it. I'm an obscure councillor. This is the, the health committee. I, I can be easily dismissed as, as you know, somebody who's, who's not important, but I don't think the health committee is easily dismissed. And that's what this correspondence is. It's a clear appeal to the board of the HSE to take one more look. Uh, yeah, and, and to, to look at the to look at the incontrovertible facts that have been presented. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll still be having conversations like this in another year, Liam Quaid? I, I, it's it's very hard to say. I'm going to operate on the assumption that this can be overturned. Now, I, I'm I'm realistic about that. I know that there's a very dwindling um, prospect of that, but at the same time, sometimes. Um, when something is, it seems immovable for long periods, it, it can take 
you know, something that seems relatively minor to just um, completely change the course of events. And, and I think we, what we have had is a cumulative um, build-up of, of evidence and a cumulative build-up of very compelling emotional testimony from the people affected. Yeah. I, I, I think for, what the organisation is counting on is that their fatigue will set in and people will lose interest. And there is an element of, of that. But does people? I think when you meet the people, you see up close yeah. the impact of this, and you yeah. see what a service could be. Yeah. You know, we have a health system that's beset with crisis, and here you have a, a, a service that's been working exceptionally well for 34 years, and the HSC is hellbent on, on destroying it. And it's outrageous. Liam, as always, good to catch up. We'll talk again. Thanks, Peter. Cheers, Liam. Liam Quaid. Still, a, there's still this. They're clinging to this belief that if the right people say stop, it can be stopped. Um, do I cling to that myself, having covered this since day one? Uh, if I didn't believe in it, I wouldn't continue with the story. Um, but at the same time, I'm a bit of a realist, and, and I kind of think that upstairs, behind a closed door, a decision was made, that place is closing. And... Rather than lose face by coming out and say, okay, okay, we won't close it. No. I unfortunately don't believe it can be reversed. And God almighty, I would love so much to be wrong. Because I've met them down there and you know I've met them. They're beautiful people. Just lovely people. Lovely, sweet, gentle people. Quartz 96 FM.